Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the podcast where a real statistics professor and his cousin Jared gives you sports betting tips. I'm Professor Sides. You can follow me on Twitter at Professor Sides. You can follow my cousin Jared on Twitter at Cousin Jared. Today is Thursday, April 7th, 2022, and this episode covers every Major League Baseball opening day game. I'm excited for opening day. Like, I'm a little nervous, a little jittery here. You know, baseball is my favorite sport, and I feel like we've waited a long time for this. Thankfully, we only lost a week of the season. Yeah. So, you know, the birds are chirping, the flowers are blooming, my car's covered in pollen. So it's yeah. baseball season. Um, and, you know, really, I just want to say thank you to MLB for giving the professor two whole days off between college basketball season and baseball. So thank you, MLB. I know that you're doing that for us. It is true. I got I got more sleep than usual these last two days, uh, having a couple of days off here. Uh, you know, usually we would have started the week four and so we've had that little overlap between college basketball uh, and baseball. But yeah, a couple of days off. Uh, in case you're near, I built a mathematical model that predicts the probability that each team wins their baseball game. And I analyze weather data to come up with some picks on totals. And as I go through the plays, remember, there are no locks in gambling. So what I'll give you are loves, likes, and leans. With that in mind, please understand that good and bad variants will occur. So as much as I'd like to say will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. And before we get to today's slate, a reminder, please hit that like button if you're on YouTube, subscribe, or follow if you aren't yet. It's the only way to ensure you don't miss any college basketball, MLB, or college football content that this channel provides. Share with a friend if you know others in the game, or drop a comment on Twitter or YouTube. We love those and try to respond to as many as we can. Let's get it going here. We've got an afternoon game, of course, opening day for us, 2.20 Eastern time. 120 local time in Chicago Brewers at the Cubs. Brewers are a minus 185 favorite with a total of 10. Cousin Jared, I'm going to tee it up for you there. What do you got for us? I've got nothing for you on this game. <laughs> but enjoy watching an opening day game at Wrigley Field. Um, one thing I will say, Cubs were not good last year. The Cubs are not going to be very good this year. I'm going to be interested as the season goes on how much value is going to be, uh, you know, on potentially fading them just because of their name. It, it may not be this year because it's going to be a second bad year. Um, but a lot of times, you know, you'll get some disproportional play on those name teams uh, that could possibly add some value to the other side. Yeah, that's a good point. On this one, uh, my thought, I, I think that total of 10 is a is a little high. The issue I have with playing the under is that the wind is blowing hard straight out to center field. And, uh, of course, you talked about enjoyed opening day game. There might be a little bit of rain in the forecast here for this one as well. So hopefully we get a nice opening day game, kind of standalone slot here with the first uh, several innings. Uh, it'll be cold and humid, though. So, I mean, that's usually a pretty good under recipe. So 10 is a large number, but wind is not the only factor for runs. Yes, that wind is probably going to get us an extra home run or two, but the cold and the humidity is going to counteract that potentially. Um, Burns is a pretty good pitcher. Hendricks is a pretty good pitcher, too. Uh, I just think there's a better play on the Cubs at plus 170. So I've got a B pick on them. Uh, I feel like I'm going to get some heat here, like starting off with a decent-sized dog. If they don't they don't pull it out. I feel like I should stay from stay from the start, right? There's seven games today. Look, if, if we go 7-0 and or 0-7, it's a long season. This does not mean anything, right? Yeah. We're talking about trying to get value. Just like, I, I preach about this in college basketball. We're trying to get value over the course of the season. And I just think there's value on this play at the Cubs. I think that this is a bit of an overreaction to just how good Corbin Burns is. He is fantastic. Yeah. But we also see early in the season, sometimes starters don't go unlikely to go eight innings. Now watch him, you know, right. he's going to throw a, you know, he's going to throw a Maddox today or something probably because I say that they don't tend to go eight innings. I just think that there's value. I think the Brewers, uh, my model makes the Brewers a minus 154 favorite 
So I think the Brewers are more likely to win than not, but I just think there's some good value on the Cubs. I'm taking the Cubs plus 170 and hoping that they can pull it off. And if not, again, we're talking about, I just need this play to hit, you know, however many times out of 100 and we're doing well, right. whether it hits us one or not is is irrelevant to the long-term strategy here. Right. Moving on from that one, we've got Mets and Nationals. That's a 405 Eastern. The Mets are a short minus 120 favorite with a total of nine. Because, Jared, what do you got? Well, Professor, I want you to go first on this one. Okay. Because, yeah. okay. All right. I am taking the under nine. Uh, that's even money right now. It's a B pick for me. I like this one. The Nats have like no hitters at this point other than that Soto dude. Um, Corbin showed signs of life at the end of last year. I don't know if that's real or not, uh, but you look at his numbers or how he performed last year and it was very bad early on. Kind of picked it up at the end. If he carries any of that into um, this one, it'll it'll definitely be a low scoring. Uh, McGill is not good, but this is all about the weather. The it's, it's 50 degree temperatures. We have over 80% humidity. The wind is slightly in, mostly across. So we're going to get no wind edge. Um, if anything, uh, you know, it might actually help a tiny bit. But the 80% humidity is a huge factor. 50 degree temperatures, first game of the season. Pitchers are usually ahead of hitters. As, as bad as McGill is and as, as good as an offense as the Mets have, I just don't see this one getting into double digits. I really like this under nine. The fact that it's even money uh, is even better. Uh, so there you go. Now I went first. Now you can follow. Yeah. So I originally had no play on this game. I read the professor's analysis and I am jumping on this under nine as well. All I needed to hear was cold temperatures and 80% humidity and the wind's not blowing out. Sign me up. I'll take the under every day under those conditions. Yep, absolutely. The conditions are perfect for an under in that one. Uh, right about the same time, we've got Guardians and Royals. This is going to, uh, Guardians, I, it, it's going to be weird getting used to saying that. Also, I feel like there were like eight different names they could have chose that would be better. If you love the name, I'm sorry. I just think there were like a lot of names that could have been better than that. Whatever. We'll get used to it eventually. There are a bunch of bad team names in all sports, right? Um, at the Royals, Zach Grinke making a, you know, reuniting with his uh, first yeah. love of Kansas City. Uh, the model thinks this should be Guardians minus 118. I have a C pick on the Guardians minus 121 just to lean. I'll take the better pitcher. Bieber's one of the best in the game. Uh, I'm not thrilled about the total. The wind is out to right, but it is cold. And, and the solid, pitchers are solid, but the total being eight. I don't really love that. Uh, Cousin Jared, what I really want to ask you about this game is about the logo for the Guardians. My question is, it looks like there's two Gs with a baseball mm -hmm. and wings. Is the baseball, does the baseball have the wings and is carrying the G or is the G carrying the baseball? I don't know who's carrying what here. Yeah, so breaking this down like the Zapruder film here. Yeah. Yep. So it definitely, to me, based on the uh, G on the backside of the baseball, the wing looks clearly connected to the G. Okay. So it is sandwich. It is a flying G's sandwiching a baseball is my interpretation of that. You know, I, it, it, that was a choice. That's all. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> With regards was. to the game again, I have a lean to the Guardians. I don't love it uh, there, but I'll take the better pitcher, uh, cousin Jared. What do you have for us on this one? Anytime that I can back Justin's cousin, cousin Shane, 
Um, I, I like to do that, but I, I'm going to have to pass on this one. I don't see any value here. I think it's going to be low scoring, but you know, I, I don't really trust either one of these teams too much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I think me giving a C pick on it kind of illustrates the same thing. Not really a lot of value in that one. There are other, yeah. there are better plays on the board. I think you can yeah. make here in this opening day. Uh, same time slot here, 4 p.m. Eastern Pirates at Cardinals. The Cardinals are a whopping minus 182 favorite, also with a total of eight cousin jared what do you have for us so something i'm not going to do very often i am actually going to take the cardinals on the run line here so i'm going to lay one and a half runs uh when i placed that that was about even money it's actually gone up more it's plus 110 now um so you know pool holtz is back it's uh, his last season Yadier what year is it well, yeah, okay, Pujols making its 22nd straight opening day start. Yadier wow. Molina, uh, his last season behind the plate there in mm -hmm. St. Louis. Wainwright, I, I don't think he said, but... Same thing, what year is it, right? Yeah, you know, we're getting the whole band back together, yeah. and I think it is going to be an electric atmosphere in St. Louis, already one of the best fan bases, probably the most excited for opening day. I think it's going to be to another level. If they score a couple of runs early, I don't see any way that Pittsburgh's going to be able to hang around in this one um i really don't like laying the runs but i just think this spot the first day everybody back it feels like a lot of excitement a lot of exuberance and the pop uh, the top pop off of that place so i'm gonna lay the uh, one and a half runs with st louis at about even money okay okay um this one the total's eight i'm fine going under eight on this one as opposed to the previous one simply because Wainwright just defying father time, like the opposite of Pujols, right? Pujols just looks older and older every year. Oh, Wainwright yeah. does not seem to age whatsoever. Uh, Brewbreaker for Pittsburgh isn't bad. The Pirates don't have a lot of hitters. I don't know if anyone knew that. Uh, it's probably breaking news right there. Uh, the wind is out to right, but the fact that we're in the low 50s and a little bit of humidity kind of balances that out. This is about the pitchers and the hitters, and I don't see many runs happening. Uh, Cousin Jerry you talked about the uh, Cardinals getting up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, this feels like a five to nothing boring opening day type game yeah. uh, to me. So, yeah, I, I've got a B pick on the under eight. It's at minus 103. So that's always nice when you're not having to lay, um, uh, you know, too, too much there on the odds. And then you are laying the one and a half with the Cardinals there, which takes us into the night games. Uh, Reds at the defending champ Braves. We'll see if there's any hangover for them tonight here in their first game back. Eight o'clock Eastern first pitch. The model thinks the Braves should be a minus 181 favorite. They are actually a minus 182 favorite with a total of eight and a half. What do you have for us? Well, as you can tell from, from my hat, I have tried to forget most yeah, of the yeah. Uh, yeah, and most most of the baseball playoffs last year at this point, especially the World Series. But one thing I do remember from that is if the Braves were playing at home, the under was a fantastic bet all postseason. So I'm going to say that we carry that over into the regular season here, uh, mostly because uh, good pitching for the Braves, obviously. Uh, but when the Reds traded uh, Eugenio Suarez, I think this year, I don't know who's getting hits for the Reds in this game. So I feel good about the under eight and a half here. I'm really surprised we're getting eight and a half. I figured this would be more like eight or seven and a half um so i feel good about the under eight and a half 
Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm on the same play of B pick for me under eight and a half. It is minus 120, unfortunately. Um, I think under eight also is a still a solid play. Uh, Molly for the Reds and Freed for the Braves. Both are pretty good pitchers. The Reds traded away like all of their bats. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see who has a worse offense this year between the team we just talked about in Pittsburgh and the Reds and the Central. The similar weather story as some of the other ones wins out a little bit, but cold with humidity kind of cancels out. Uh, I think the Braves are more likely than not to win, but these odds just aren't conducive for backing them and and the run line isn't exciting here for me and what i think will be just another low scoring game so i'm like you i think under is the smart play under eight and a half is a b pick for me um take advantage of the under here for the braves i think beginning and end of the season with the weather in atlanta right when the when the weather warms up in the middle of the season uh it'll be a lot harder to get me to to play those unders but right now it's supposed to be a you know 50 degree day in atlanta so um that'll help us get to the window there with the under i think of course the team that they uh beat in the world series the astros are at the angels that'll be a 9 38 eastern first pitch the Angels are a minus 121 favorite with a total of nine. Because Jared, what do you got? I promise people, I am like the opposite of Jake when it comes to this. I am not going to back my home team just because I want to back my home team. Uh, I have no problem going against them when the moment calls for it. Um, but I'm going with the Astros here. This game seems like a toss-up to me. Um, obviously, Otani, wonderful on the mound um had two starts against the astros last year wouldn't expect more only had two starts one start looked great the other start looked terrible um fromber when he's really good he's really good um but he could also be not good to me this seems like it's going to be a close game if it comes down to the bullpens i trust the astros bullpen a lot more than i trust the angels bullpen so the fact that i've got a toss-up game i favor the astros bullpen and i'm getting plus odds with the astros seems seems like a no-brainer to me. So I, I'm taking the Astros here. Yeah, it's funny you said that. My notes, I put good Fromber, good, bad Fromber, bad. <laughs> I think yeah. we'd see more of the good Fromber than the bad Fromber. But uh, like you said, he can go either way. Otani was kind of that way too. Otani, you know, obviously much more good than the bad, but occasionally he got lit up. Uh, I'm like you. I think this is a toss-up game. And you make an interesting point there, right? Like, you know, backing our teams or not. I feel like I'm kind of in the middle. I'll, sometimes I'll back my team. Sometimes I won't. I, I do remember game six of the World Series. I picked the Braves uh, as my official pick. Yeah. Uh, and I was at the game, so I was hoping to be wrong as a, as a fan. And I think I remember we talked about it and you were like, sign me up. I'll fade the ashes. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I'm also in the Astros plus 111, but it's a C pick for me. So only a lean. The model makes the line one, minus 111 in favor of the Angels. So plus 111 would be just straight up exactly on the number. Well, and do we really trust either of these pitchers to go seven innings in the first short season? I know. No, especially because the Angels – have generally tried to protect Otani's arm, which makes sense. And so I don't think they're going to push him on the first start. Fromber, uh, you know, mid-season four, Mike can go seven or eight, but otherwise I wouldn't on the first start. I'm like you, I think this is kind of a toss-up. I think it's too much respect for an Angels team that's always supposed to be good, but usually isn't. So I just think this should be closer to a pick but only a C pick. I can't go too hard against Otani because when he shows up good on the mound, he yeah. is really difficult to hit. So just a yeah. C pick for me on the Astros, mainly because we're getting, like you said, we're getting plus 111. If the odds weren't there, um, I would look at a different angle. And then our last game of the night here, 
Padres at the Diamondbacks, a 940 Eastern first pitch. The Padres are a minus 150 favorite. The total of nine, what do you got for us? So, you know, we usually don't talk too much about games beforehand. You know, we kind of just wait till the morning, we record the podcast, and then kind of go back and forth with our thoughts. I think this is, for both of us, our favorite play of the day. We were texting about this game way, way far in advance yesterday afternoon. Um, so I will ask you, Professor, do you know who the pitching coach is for the Arizona Diamondbacks? No, but when you ask me these questions, I usually love the answer. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, so, I do. I do. It's uh, it's Strom. Yes, it is yeah. Brent Strom, somebody that we're familiar with their work, I would Did say. Did fantastic work with the Astros. Yeah, and, and so I think what he's more well-known for is like taking middling pitchers like Colin McHugh and Charlie Morton and, uh, you know, some, some guys like that and turning them into really, really good pitchers. To but some extent, Garrett Cole. Well, okay. So where I was going with that, he's also taken good pitchers and made mm -hmm. them really good, or in the case of Verlander, really good pitchers and kind of kept them at their apex for longer than you would have Despite thought. the age, yep. Yeah. And so remind me who's starting for the, the Diamondbacks tonight? Madison Bumgarner. Yeah. So I feel really good about the pairing of Bumgarner and Strom here. Uh, I think that runs are going to be really tough to, to come by. I have no idea why this is nine. I feel fantastic about the under nine in this game. Yep, I agree with you. Uh, the model makes this only Padres minus 137. So I think the Diamondbacks aren't a bad play for plus odds there. But I think the under is the strongest play in this game. It's also the strongest play of the night, in my opinion. I'm going under nine. It is at minus 110 right now for an A pick. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I have no idea what's up with this number. Uh, Darvish, I think I'm expecting better things than last year. And I really expect good things from Madison Bumgarner this year. The other thing to add along with Strom is that he talked about, it's well documented that he was in really bad shape coming out of the pandemic. Uh, I don't know if he just ate fried chicken and drank beer the whole time. I'm not really sure if that was his thing. It feels I like his thing. Him. I would have blamed him. Right? A bunch of us did just that, right? We're so yeah. very into that. And yeah. so he talked about how he was just in really bad shape. He came out in that 2020 season and was, you know, maxing out on his fastball like 85, 86 most nights. Whereas he was hitting, you know, 92, 93 with the Giants last year. He was able to get that up into about 90 miles an hour this year in spring training. He's showing signs of getting back into the 92, 93 mile an hour range. So I'm not expecting him to win a Cy Young this year. He's His arm has a lot of wear and tear on it. But I am expecting him to – last year he wasn't bad, not nearly as bad as the 2020 season. I expect him to increase his velocity a little bit more. It sounds like he's in better shape. I expect him to improve a little bit from that. And like you said, there's the Strom effect. And we've seen him have a long history of getting the most out of pitchers. So I expect decent things from him. I'll probably be riding him or unders when he pitches for most games early on until, until the number catches up. So I think Diamondback's not a bad look. But under nine, my A pick here of the day, I think it's the best one. I just don't see how this number is this high. It, it makes no sense to me. Yeah. So I think we should take advantage of that here on opening day. Because, uh, Jared, any parting words here before we uh, wrap this up? No, just enjoy the weekend, man. Opening day of baseball. Got the Masters going on. It is a good time for sports fans. Yep, absolutely. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picks with the Professor. Reminder, check out the Google Sheet. That is coming soon. I did post a screenshot of that on Twitter. I got the full sheet up and running. That'll have full predictions on it. You can find that link when I get it up at the website, www.pickswiththeprofessor.com. If you haven't done so yet, click that subscribe button to ensure all the sports betting content we provide is dropped right into your feed. I'll see you tomorrow. And until then, remember, you need your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.